0: This podcast is part of the Red Five Network. For more Red Five Network podcasts, visit redfive network.com.
1: Do you like sci-fi
2: fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast hosted by thesciencefictionary.com. I'm your host for the show tonight, David, and joining me is Andrew. What's going on, everybody? And Marisha.
3: Hey, everyone.
1: We're going to jump right into it and get through the news items really quickly because there wasn't a whole lot. There was one big trailer that dropped, though, that I could not be more excited about. I've been looking forward to this movie for years. The trailer for Godzilla versus King Kong dropped, and I don't know if you guys saw it,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I watched it over and over <laughs> and over. It looks freaking epic.
2: Yeah, we were out of town over the weekend when it dropped, and I, I watched it the first couple of times. I had to watch it with no sound because I was somewhere where I couldn't, mm-hmm. um, I, where I couldn't have the sound up, and so I was like real low, couldn't hear much. But even just visually, it, it was really cool. But uh, yeah, it's a really, it's a really it looks like a fun trailer. I mean, uh, the last Godzilla flick was was a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love King of the Monsters. Um, I've been so excited for this movie ever since. You know, the actual they've lo- they've low key built like a really good universe here, like a really good franchise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they've been really like uh, low-key about it like they made the Godzilla movie and it was uh, well received then they made the Kong Skull Island movie and it was well received and mm-hmm. then they made this one and all of a sudden the biggest thing ever is coming out with like Godzilla versus King Kong it's it kind of snuck up on you you know but I have been looking forward to it ever since the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters um I saw that in theaters with my friends, and it was the most. It's probably the most fun I've ever had in theaters. Um, just like these epic monster fights, and you know, just Godzilla being a freaking badass, and and it was so cool to watch that movie with my friends, and we're cheering them on because everyone else in the theater is cheering too because everyone that kind of had the same mindset of just have fun. Right. So we got to do that and I can't wait to see this movie with my friends. Um I, I don't know if we're gonna go to theater for it or maybe it'll be on a streaming service. If it's on a streaming service, we'll probably opt for doing that. So that way we can sit in my friend's house uh
3: right.
1: and just be as loud as we want. Although you know watching the fight.
3: My my brother in law Robbie was talking about him and their, a group of their friends rented a theater out down in Baton Rouge for <laughs> like a hundred bucks. Wow. I think maybe you can only have,
2: it. I think the deal is you could only have 10 people in, but basically you go, you pay the hundred dollars. The theater's yours for up to 10
1: people. Wow. Maybe, maybe we'll make a big party out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm not any bit. more it's than so buying, that's not do. any
2: more than buying tickets. So
1: That's true. You're right. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it it looks like just a super fun action flick to watch with your buddies. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, it's not going to be no special thought piece. Right. The action looks great. Kong looks great. Godzilla looks great. The fight looks amazing. Got to see a little bit of it. I kept rewatching the scene where King Kong just punches Godzilla straight in the face. That's so cool to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah.
2: It should be a lot of fun. Um, now it is releasing. It is a It's one of the ones that's going to HBO Max. Uh, okay, it's an HBO you. Max and theater simultaneous release.
1: Dope. So um, I'm hoping it does well. I mean, it, it looks it looks great to me.
2: Yeah. No, it looks it looks, it looks really good. Uh, an interesting side note to that is. That I did notice a couple of days ago that some stuff started floating around. Maybe on yesterday, that the uh, that Skull Island is going to, is getting an animated series on Netflix. They're doing a uh, an animated Skull Island, like a TV uh, sh- TV show. A TV show,
1: and is it going to like take place in between? I'm Just assuming it's going to take place between moves. the movies. Yeah. Okay, so kind of fill in that gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know if I play
2: care play. anything about that, but my my youngest kid is, has gotten pretty into the monster movie genre. So oh, yeah, I'm sure he will be all into that.
1: yeah, um it's it's a fun thing to get into. It really is um, it's great to turn your brain off and just have a have a good time. But other than that, this past week it doesn't look like there's anything big except for the now what I believe are just rumors that Harry Potter is going to get a, a series on HBO.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, it, for, for a while, everybody was like, oh, it's definitely a thing. And then it was like, well,
1: yeah, so
3: <laughs> I have no idea what to believe now.
1: Um, the way that uh people were making it sound when it was first reported was they were making it sound like it's a series about harry potter like a remake of the harry potter books Mm -hmm. and well a remake of the movies right but then people were saying oh maybe it's just set in that universe so i'd love to talk about it but at this point we got nothing uh we really got nothing to go on because we don't even know if it's real right um and you can't tell
2: i mean you know amazon's calling this thing they're doing lord of the rings and it's like well lord of the rings is a specific story like the story that uh centers around the ring that that frodo baggins wrote
0: yeah right exactly so
2: so it's like it's not lord of the rings but i guess we're just calling that because it's familiar yeah Mm
1: -hmm. i doubt that that show's gonna have anything to do with anything about rings well i think we'll see
2: rings because we're going back to the age when they were first created
1: Oh, so I, see, I,
2: I do see. think okay. we will get some continuation of
1: the, of the ring saga. Well, in that case, it's, it's more about rings than the actual Lord
3: of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Oh.
2: So, but it, at the same time, it's like when they first called it Lord of the Rings, it was like, well, what is, I didn't think they would actually call it that because I was like, well, that's a, because to me, that's that specific story. But yeah, it works. If that's what they're going back is kind of going back and telling the the roots of the story of the ring, then then that's great. And it it fits. But at the same time, it left us for a long time because, gosh, I mean, this Lord of the Rings on Prime thing has been, jeez, man, I know that they were over two years because they had a deadline of two years to start filming, or the rights went back to the estate. And they like only hit that deadline by like a few weeks. And oh, wow. that was a while. That was months ago. So it's, it's been two and a half years or so, maybe even close to three years now that they've been working on this. So it's it's been a long time. So for the first good while of that, we were like, what is it? They're calling mm-hmm. it Lord of the Rings. What is it? Surely they're not turning, you know, not already trying to redo lord of the rings the movie as a Mm -hmm. tv series it's like but Mm -hmm. turns out that's not what they're doing but yeah it left us asking questions for a long time before we really got real answers and uh so yeah saying we're doing a harry potter tv series is pretty vague
3: yeah
1: yeah i kind of hate i mean this is not anybody's fault but because it's just like i'm sure when jk first wrote it it was it's about harry potter Right. But now the whole franchise is called Harry Potter,
2: right?
1: But it's, most of the content is not about Harry Potter,
2: right? So yeah, you've you've got to, you now you you've created something where now you have to tie the name to it, um, right. in, the in Wizarding Order.
1: world of Harry Potter,
2: right? Yeah, right where yeah, right where like in retrospect, maybe the right answer was the the title is the Wizarding World. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the like Star Wars, and then everything is Star Wars:
3: colon
2: mm-hmm. this. Yeah, right, and, Star
1: Wars. Imagine if Star Wars was called Luke. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like the first thing was like Luke, the Adventures Luke of Luke was, Skywalker. Or Luke. right? Luke? I mean,
2: it almost was. I mean,
3: the Adventures of of Luke uh, Starkiller, right? Starkiller, yep. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think you know you, you just. There's never any telling which things are going to just take off. So if she had known then what she knows now, I'm sure she would have branded it differently. I think we
1: saved that for whenever we have more information yeah, on the so. series. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Especially since but, we
3: kind of got into it pretty recently. Right. We
1: did get into it recently, which is which is why it has to make a great conversation. I mean, that could be a whole episode just oh, yeah. should Harry Potter be remade.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um We'll have to get your dad on here for that so that he can scream loudly right. that it does not. We'll
1: have to Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a war. Um, <laughs> I but, think but we, one that will be fun.
3: We we got into it pretty good just on our chat. Honestly, yeah, I was did. I was voting that it was a, like a straight up Harry Potter remake just so that I could be right cuz I said that it was going to happen really eventually. Cool.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, follow Princesses and padawans on Twitter, uh <laughs> where you can see all this happening.
3: Yes, where you can see me poke fun at Daniel. Because if he's not around <laughs> here to do it, then we have to do it on Twitter. <laughs> Someone's gotta give Daniel a hard time. It's a rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone's always giving Daniel a hard time. Um, but other than those two things, there's there's no news that came out at all this week. It was a really quiet week. Mm-hmm. Uh so that leads us straight into what else we can talk about, which is Wandavision division episode three, yes. uh, which is, um, where do you even start? Let me wrap my mind around it. Um, I remember last time we talked about it, we were saying like, this is good, but they need to get on with it. Well, I think they're getting on with it oh, pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Uh, overall, what do you guys think of the episode?
2: No, I, I thought it was a great episode and I thought it did exactly what it needed to do. And what I was saying it needed to do last week was start to give us some some something more than vague hints at what's happening. Um I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think they just blew the door wide open. Like what we wondered, I mean, you know, at this everything had been speculation about what was actually happening, but at this point it's pretty clear that she has created this bubble around this community and mm-hmm. warped the reality within that bubble. And yeah. um, Because now we've seen people on the outside, or at least seen someone thrown out.
1: Right. Which, right, someone thrown out who I, I speculate was sent in.
2: Yeah, well, uh, the, the trailer for tomorrow's episode... I'm not sure if she was sent in or went in by accident, but it definitely appears that, that she either went in either accidentally or was went in to find out what was happening. And the, the whole thing is, is like, um, so, so now we've got some better clues about, about what's actually going on. And, um, I'm really starting to wonder though, like, is there a villain?
1: Yeah. I think Wanda's the villain.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know, she's doing this to all these people's lives. So in some sense, yeah, she is the the villain here. And
1: um Yeah, I was I was speculating that there was a villain who was causing her to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh if you remember, like Right. The beginning of the first couple of episodes, it sounded like that agent was saying, "Who's doing this to you, Wanda?" Right. Um, so I still wonder if there's more to that, but I don't know. Wanda more and more seems to be snapping. Uh, she's going. Yeah. She's she's going off the rails. But I
2: yeah. mean, I think it works with Wanda. I mean, she's a character yeah. that has been a villain, you know, at times in the comics, and I mean, even started off as a villain here, and I, I don't think this is her. I don't think she's intentionally the villain here, right? Um, no, I, I think, think that so. it, it's you know she's she snapped. You know, it's kind of been this this thing that's been building with the loss of her brother, you know, the loss of her, you know, of her city, the you know all these things that um, the loss of vision. It, it's been building and. Uh, but I she's I mean,
1: lost everything,
3: yeah. Yeah, so she was never particularly stable to start with either.
2: No, I mean she was she had kind of lost it a little bit when she was ripping Thanos apart.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Uh because I mean that um, was the thing. Like Thanos had to call in an airstrike on his own
1: army
3: mm-hmm. to stop her. Yeah. Well she Yeah, and that, that was the hint that
1: she's way more powerful than we were giving her credit for.
3: I mean, we did see her kind of lose it whenever, uh, the brother died. I mean, all the way back at the very beginning, like whenever he died, that's whenever she just like her, her power just kind of took over and she just kind of, you know, yeah. it was almost like she was a conduit. She's
1: she's always, I'm sorry, Marisha. No, no, go ahead. She's always, they've been hinting at this for a long time. This is not out of nowhere. Even in civil war, the entire inciting incident was whenever she lost control of her powers and and she Mm -hmm. blew up that building that happened to have some Wakandans in it. Right. They've been hinting at this forever and and how she was an outcast and vision had to keep her from even leaving the compound because they couldn't trust her. Mm -hmm. She's lost everything. And you know what? Now that I think about it, she's remained surprisingly stable for as long as she did. Yeah. Um, I would have imagined that she would have lost it sooner. I think that's the thing.
2: I think vision is the only thing that was helping her hold it together.
1: Right. And now he's gone and and she's just snapped. Um, And also I think is I think it's interesting that she was gone for those five years and she was snapped out of existence by Thanos. So it makes sense that like she wasn't there, you know, that those five years, if she would have been around, she probably would have gone crazy But she wasn't, so she wasn't there to go crazy. But now she's back,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and instantly Vision's gone. Because in her mind, I mean, it's been five years, it's been a time skip, right? But in her mind, like, she lost Vision, like, a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. as far as we know. Right. Yeah, and
2: I I think that part of what, I mean, this is just, this is all speculation. This is where I kind of think it's going. I think that in her head, that this is her way of, of coping, yeah. With what happened, and for her, this story—whatever this story—because it's fast, mm-hmm. you know the the yeah. the marriage and the children and the the whole thing is happening really fast. And I think yeah. this story has to play out before she can kind of return to some sense of normalcy. Maybe it's almost her
3: grief process. Yeah,
1: right. That's a that's a great example, and um, she's probably going to have to go through the the five stages of actual grief. That's probably what the show is going to be about. I think you're right. Uh, but all the people behind the show have been saying like, you're going to get a real sense of where the MCU is going after this. So mm-hmm. it does seem like, you know, Wanda is the vision. W- Wanda is the villain and, and she's causing all this, but I can't help but sense that there is something even grander going on. Uh, a big theory is a big thing is that Mephisto is playing a big part in this. There's yeah. been a lot of little hints towards that. Been a whole lot of Easter eggs. Probably more Easter eggs in these first three episodes than have been in anything in the MCU. Oh yeah, it's
2: right. Better. I mean, it, it, there's so many that you start to think like everything and everything was an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Like you Nothing start trying, a coincidence. To, right? You start trying to break down like every little bitty thing because at this point we don't know what's real and what's not and. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know exactly what's up with
1: Sword. Yeah. And I'm pretty convinced at this point Mephisto is somehow influencing Wanda and Swords trying to stop it, and the show's gonna end with Sword being like, Hey Doctor Strange, we need you to uh handle this, please.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Multiverse of Madness, I believe Mephisto will probably be a big player in that. I'm get, I'm pure speculation. Right. Because um, it's about time Mephisto showed up. You know, that's the thing we've talked about is it seems like Marvel has done everything, but they've they barely scratched the tip of the surface when it comes to all the characters and concepts that are in the Marvel Universe.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: haven't met Satan yet. Right. <laughs> um, nice. is a funny character because actually Mephisto looks like the devil, but that's not actually what he looks like. He just chooses to look like that because he wants to be seen as a devil because he's that evil. It's um, pretty crazy. But that's just what I think is going on.
2: Yeah. now I've seen those rumors and, and it makes sense. Um, it's just one of these things. It's like, I keep thinking there's got to be a villain there. There's people that I think may be tied to the villain that are already in the show. But mm-hmm. Wanda's, in control like wanda knows what's going on to some extent for sure like she's controlling this she's manipulating this on her own i mean and then we we know that when we see her kick monica rambo out of her of her world right
1: mm-hmm. which by the way i'm so stupid for not realizing instantly that, that was monica rambo
0: mm-hmm.
1: um like the second we saw her and she she, she was in that second episode I don't know. I got Monica Rambeau. That's super cool that Monica Rambeau's in. That's another thing. Like, I think Monica Rambeau's working with Sword. Whether or not she accidentally was in it, or was sent in by Sword, I think that she is still working with Sword and like maybe if she if it was an accident, she must have accidentally gotten sucked in, but still was working with Sword and investigating it because it's a little too much of a coincidence to me if Monica Rambo happened to be living in that neighborhood that Wanda chose to,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: right. Take over. So there's more there. Um, I really appreciate a lot about this episode though. Uh, for one, I appreciate that they, that, that Wanda talked about her brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I hate when these big things happen to characters and it is never talking about them again. That's kind of a right. symptom of the MCU. That's had to happen before. Where like a something will happen in a movie, and then the next movie is a different director or whatever, and they just kind of don't talk about it. But her brother died, her twin brother, who meant the world to her. You think she would have talked about that a bit more? Right. Um, I like that Ultron was name dropped. Yeah. That oh, he was killed by Ultron. That's super cool. I want these things to be talked about I want Ultron to show up again I mean it's, it's perfectly feasible to think that Ultron could show up again he's an AI maybe mean, he download to a computer so I mean you know, you know all of these things would be super cool I saw um a fun theory that, that this would just be the greatest thing ever if Ultron made a cameo but it's just James spader in person <laughs> uh, showing up as like a mailman or something that would be hilarious
2: yeah no that actually could be fun.
1: But um, I just really appreciate these those things.
2: So I guess the the real big question here is because we've gotten parts of Vision's story away from Wanda, like you know he's hanging out with other people, he's going to work, he's doing these things. So that was kind of my question too. Like, but but this Vision, like, either like. Is he real? Is he totally a fabrication in this world? Um, he doesn't act. I mean, he's this vision is is silly. He's goofy. He is Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's very different than Vision. Prior to you know, back from what we saw of Vision before. So, what do y'all think is actually going on with Vision?
0: Uh.
1: You know, that's a good point. Vision, you know, Vision always showed a lot of personality, but he was still very—he wasn't nearly as goofy as we see him. A bit, he, he's a lot more human in this show. Right. I mean, um, well, that's that that's it because
2: goal. because Vision before, I mean, like he's he's kind of like a Vulcan, right? He's that's a great.
1: It, it's analogy, all yeah. it's all logic.
2: It, it's everything's logical, and, and the emotions are very very stable, mm-hmm. very. And,
1: and Wanda always wanted him. To be more human, right? I mean, she obviously she loved him the way he was, but 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 that's always what she kind of. I think in her ideal world, Vision would have been a real guy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so that's what's leading me to think that this Vision is a fabrication of Wanda. It's Vision, uh, it's her perfect Vision, mm-hmm. who is still just as smart and logical. As the real Vision But has a lot more emotion And personality and, and fun lovingness to him To fit into this little Ideal family situation That she's come up with Who makes witty jokes And, and stuff like that um, But you're right Like she, We see Vision do his own thing uh, So the way I would guess it Is it's almost like She's made a Sims world Like whenever you played The game Sims Mm-hmm even if you're not looking directly at a sim, he is over there doing something. You can just turn the camera over there. So my guess is that she's made this world, and even when she's not around, things are happening in the world right. in that in the world she's made. They have
3: some some degree of autonomy.
1: Yes, even if it's still under Wanda's control, right? They're still like if if something walks out of Wanda's. Wanda's Wanda Vision. If something walks out of her vision, uh, out of her point, out of her point of view, it still it doesn't cease to exist. It still right. continues on. Yeah, that's
3: an interesting point.
1: Yeah, uh, it's just been created in this little box, right?
2: Which which again begs the question. Like we know some of these people are 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 almost certainly real. They're the the citizens of is it Westview? Uh, I, I think,
3: think so. so. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, a lot of these people are pro- are the citizens of Westview that are caught up in this whatever's going on. But is everybody? Is it possible that some of the other people are fabrications that are either, either our villain that's inserting themselves into the reality mm-hmm. or that there might be other people that are representative of her own personal internal conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they
3: people that she's looped into this thing, or are they basically just personas she's created? Right. To people her world. Right.
2: Well, I think, I mean, I think she has manipulated the look, the personality. You know, I I think that these are real people that are being completely 100% manipulated. But it's possible, Mm -hmm. is it possible that, because right now I would say that no vision is not real. Like vision is a complete manifestation of her mind in this reality
1: so but see it's a manifestation of her mind but i also think it is a physical thing right because i think a real person could touch him i think she created it
2: right when so that's Just the so thing. like when this when this ends like is vision back mm-hmm. like
1: I, I i think that I think that when this ends, Vision will be back and we will have Speed and we will have Wiccan, the kids, and they will be fabrications. They will be magic people. right? And that's going to be a really big debate uh, of what do we do about this? Are they real humans? It's going to be a big morality thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, one could argue that Vision was already just a fabrication. He was
0: Mm-hmm.
1: made out of a machine what's what's so different from being made from a machine than being made out of magic what's the big what's the big difference there mm-hmm. is there really a difference that's going to be a real debate right that i'm sure people are going to get into it's going to be a real point of contention right cuz i mean that'll be a plot point in doctor strange yeah
2: because i mean that, that is the thing about vision i mean he's really a he's really this mashup of really three or two machines and a human and um,
1: yeah. it's Bruce Banner, Tony Stark
2: and Ultron and, and, Ultron. and uh, Jarvis Jarvis
1: Jarvis. Yeah. Which is funny, you know, in the comic books, he's actually made with the, um, the personality of, uh, not the, not the personality, but the sort of, I don't know. He's, he's made with wonder man. I don't know if y'all knew.
3: I did say um, that, but I'm not sure who Wonder Man is.
1: Wonder Man was the guy that, um,
2: Nathan
3: I Fillion he, was supposed to play. Nathan Fillion.
1: I couldn't yeah. think of his last name yet. Okay. Nathan Fillion was supposed to play Wonder Man in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh-huh.
3: Okay.
1: And in the comic books, it was his brain, a, the words I was looking for, brainwaves. It was Wonder Man's brainwaves uh-huh. that were used to make vision. Okay. Um, so yeah, and so, so that's interesting, Um just a little fun fact.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, it's those three things that are made into like the personality that is put into Vision's body, which Vision's body was basically three D printed,
3: right? Out of organic and materials and vibranium, basically, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So is that really so different from Wanda using magic mm-hmm. to make them up? I mean, what's the difference there?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I still really, like, we know what's coming in in the MCU. Like, mutants are coming, right? Yeah. And I, I still think that playing on the kind of riffing on House of M, I still think that whatever plays out, whether it happens here or whether it completes in Multiverse of Madness, that... This is kind of that this is going to be the origin of mutants in the MCU. That somehow that in 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 House of M she eliminates mutants from existence. And maybe in this one she creates mutants.
1: Maybe Wiccan and Speed are the first mutants, and that was her creating them.
3: I mean, theoretically, she could, her powers could just sort of endow people with, with these mutant abilities, you know, it could actually change their, their, you know, she could actually introduce the X gene, you know, with some, some use of her powers. Mm
0: -hmm. You
3: know, not even necessarily just creating new people, but just all of a sudden altering, you know. I don't know how much
1: I want that. But I really don't know what they're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. There's no perfect way to do mutants in this world now because you run into the problem of that everybody's talked about a million times of where they've been the whole time. Mm-hmm. If they come out of nowhere, well, that's not really fun. How is Wolverine then supposed to be a guy who fought in all the world wars if mutants are just now a thing? Mm-hmm. So do you retcon it? Do you pull a J.K. Rowling and just retcon it all and say that they was there the whole time? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you do? It, it's 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 really, really tricky. And I'm sure that they have debated all their options. I, I don't doubt that they have at least talked about saying this is where mutants come from. And I think you're right. It probably is going to have something to do with it. It makes perfect sense for it, too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they retconned that her and her brother were mutants.
3: Well, I wonder if basically what they're going to go with is because they're the only ones that survived the experiments. If they survived it because they had a dormant X gene.
1: Right that's a that's a great point and maybe they even set that little backup thing all the way back in age of ultron they even mentioned that that was the case just for that little um just in case they ever got mutants again mm,
0: Interesting.
1: Um, yeah yeah i mean it could go anywhere we we know more but we still know nothing
3: <laughs> right um right. yeah but
1: no which, which is great
2: i'm i'm loving where the show's going um and I think that the pace is just going to continue to pick up as it goes. I know some people are real frustrated with the slow burn through these first three episodes, but I think the payoff is going to be worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 100% agree. Just be patient, man. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. MCU's always done great stuff. Like, yep. Just relax, man. Just relax. We'll get there. Yeah, exactly. And if it's such a problem, just wait till it's all over and then binge it. Um, right, exactly. I'm really not a fan of the of the criticism like you, just because we don't have Okay, you know what? One of the last things we saw was an like one hour long battle between every freaking named character in the MCU and mm-hmm. an alien army. So I think that we can afford a couple episodes of just chilling out for a second. Yeah. In fact, that's what I want.
3: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: So I wish we could say more about WandaVision but just we know so little yeah. uh, at the end of the at the end of the show we can probably go back and and talk about the whole thing overall and and mm-hmm. have a lot more to say about what was going
3: on. Yeah, um, kind of an overview.
1: An overview, yeah, but mm-hmm. until then I guess we're just going to have to move on to our other topics and we're finally going to do, do something we've been talking about for a few weeks. And we're going to do another Mount Rushmore. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore of action heroes.
0: Mm-hmm. So we've
1: already done the Mount Rushmore of action stars, right. the real-life actors who played and were known for playing action heroes in, in action movies. But this is going to be a little bit different. We're actually going to make a Mount Rushmore of the characters that are these action heroes. Yep. And I don't know about y'all, but I expected it to just be a, a, a one-to-one to say, okay... We'll do a Stallone character and an Arnie character and a Norris character and a Ford character. But that's actually not at all what happened. Yeah. With my Mount Rushmore. So it's a little different. It's very weird. Yeah. But, um
3: Well, because sometimes, you know, we had a couple of actors, it's like, yeah, they played that one really iconic role, but can you call them like the most iconic actor? But there are again these actors who it's like, but they played that one really iconic role. Right. You, you know. And
0: that
2: was kind of the thing with action stars is there are some that have those that one role, but I really felt like with action stars, with the actors themselves, you kinda to, to be on the Mount Rushmore, you kind of had to have that resume. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. And
2: that was the and that was the thing. The the four we ended up with on the mountain definitely have the resume. It's not right. that there weren't others that did, but the four that are on that on that mountain have the resume where I really feel like this one, that action hero, it can be that one, that one movie that just like elevates this character to, you know, into the yeah. stratosphere. Now, I don't know if any of mine had a single movie, but most of them are two or three movies. Mm-hmm. They're not like, you know, 10 movies or a dozen <laughs> yeah. movies. Um, so, and, and there are a lot, this is, this is honestly a lot harder than the action stars.
1: I agree. There are so many and it's hard to separate my personal attachment to these characters because it's a couple I wrote down and I'm like, oh, well, I love it. But like, is it really?
0: <laughs> um, that's
1: kind of the problem we always run into with, with these pillars right, and, yeah. the, and the and the Mount Rushmores, Right. And uh, the both, Mount that's just- the nice thing about pillars
2: though, is that if the list gets long, you just make it long. <laughs>
3: Right. Yeah. It and, is, it, is this and in this, four. it's
2: like four. You can only do four
1: out of this. Four, and then there's room for like a special one that uses the future. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's we're going to put four on here,
2: and I'm sure they are going to be four great ones, but we're undoubtedly going to leave off some, some amazing action mm-hmm. hero characters.
0: hmm
2: And so real quick before we get into throwing out some names like um how did how did y'all kind of come up with because one of the things we've done with this that we're not giving real specific ground rules that you have parameters, to, really. that you have to play by in order to pick it's we've we've kind of allowed everybody to formulate their own idea of how you choose who belongs on the mountain.
3: How you're gonna interpret greatest.
2: Right. And so for action stars, I, I didn't have a problem. It was there were these there's these stars that just are so big and, and of course there were more than four, but it was easier to narrow it down. And the first three were easy and the fourth was kind of hard, but mm-hmm. um with this one, I know for me, the way I kind of stepped back and had to look at it is, so we're going to look at these, and I kind of had to go back to kind of the way I did stuff with Pillars, and I had to say, which of these characters not only were great in their own right, but have been instrumental in shaping action heroes going forward?
0: hmm
2: Yeah. Um, did y'all have any different methodology for how you picked? Or, I mean, you may have used, it's sometimes with pillars, it's like, well, I used this methodology for a while. And when I exhausted it, I switched and kind of did this. Mm -hmm. And um, did y'all have anything specific that y'all were using to try to choose?
1: I know with my picks, I did specifically pick the people that I thought had the biggest impact on what we know as an action hero. Mm-hmm. Like what makes up the definition of the term action hero?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is, what has contributed to that, to the words that are put into that definition is what I picked to, to make this one work. And also just pure icon status. Um, the most recognizable characters in the, in the same way that you did, Mount Rushmore superheroes were who's the most recognizable the most iconic and, mm-hmm. and most important that's kind of what I went for here a uh, mix of iconic and also just the definition of what it means to be an action hero who really defines that right
3: yeah I, th- I mean I think I kind of went a similar direction basically okay so full disclosure action movies aren't like super my thing i don't have anything against them but it's not like something i would watched a lot of as a kid or anything um however there are certain characters that you know like even, in the same way that even if you've never picked up a comic book you know who superman is there are certain um action uh heroes uh characters that are so much a part of just the cultural vernacular that they can't be ignored uh, and so that's kind of was kind of my um what sort I'm looking for. That was my criteria. That's the word I'm looking for was just sort of the ones that have really become um, like you said, iconic in their own right. Um, as, as to what an action hero is. So yeah, that's
1: Alright, uh, I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say and I'm curious if we're going to be similar or different. I really have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, why don't you tell us your first uh, mm. contribution to the Mount Rushmore of Action Heroes?
2: Um, Alright, so as I said, you know, my methodology is kind of one that's this great role, but has also played a role in shaping the genre. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and pluck what I think uh, you know the the actor was on our Mount Rushmore for actors action stars and I'm just going to go ahead and pluck the one that I think is the I think is the the one that has to be on here is the Terminator
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep he, he's on my list uh Mauricio is he on yours
2: he is yep um uh, I mean yeah I, I know that some would disagree, but I would say that that is the quintessential Arnold Schwarzenegger role. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll be yeah. back. The, the Terminator was the role that Arnold was born to play.
3: hmm Yeah. And, A little bit you know rigid, really funny? <laughs> but overbuilt.
1: <Yeah. laughs> you know what's really funny is the Terminator in the first Terminator movie was the villain. Yeah. Yeah and he's on the action hero list and that's just a testament to how iconic and good Terminator 2 is right? exactly
2: and and it really i mean it's terminator 2 is the reason that he makes makes this list it's terminator mm-hmm. 2 is the that is the the role that or the 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 movie that that puts the terminator on this list cuz i mean let's be honest there's some really bad movies in that franchise <laughs> um,
0: yeah and most of them most actually, of them
2: most. yeah the first two are fantastic and really after that it's kind of all over the place mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and oh, but yeah. it's it's that you know if you were making you could almost if you were doing this action villains you could almost put the Terminator <laughs> but, and you oh. might have to put mm-hmm. the Terminator on the villain list and then on the mm-hmm. hero list
3: yeah
1: which reminds me, shout out to actually, shout out to Sarah Connor
3: mm-hmm.
1: as a potential for the action heroes list. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. If you're looking at Terminator 1, yeah, shout out to Sarah Connor and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in Terminator 2, Sarah Connor is so freaking iconic, dude. Like, yeah. just the. Oh my God, she's so cool with the glasses and. and with the, with her aviator sunglasses and her shotgun, and she's so
0: <laughs>
1: she's just as much of a of a, of a hero as Terminator is uh, in that movie. But mm-hmm. right. overall, I mean, nothing beats the Terminator's icon status. Yeah. Which um, Terminator was on my list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. Just one of the most iconic, you know, simple, badass design. Leather jacket wearing, sunglasses wearing, motorcycle driving, shotgun wielding, minigun shooting sob. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, Terminator has Terminator Two has some of the most iconic action scenes of all time it's as been, a movie.
2: It's been copied over and over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. And none have done it better than they did. Which is no, not, there There's name a better minigun scene. Right yeah no There isn't one so That's what I'm sure helps it so Yeah definitely Terminator uh, Marisha I know Action Heroes as you've said It's not really your thing But what is uh, What is your first Contribution
3: So okay so I kind of I've got I've got um, actually more than four on my list But Me too. I'm going to Well actually I think maybe I'll save that one For discussion later um, so I am going to pull out um, Rambo because I mean, mm-hmm. such a such a, a touchstone, you know, of you know, action movies. It, it's one of those things that even if you've never seen it, you know who Rambo is, And, Mm -hmm. you know, like I know at least two people who have, you know, like big ferocious dogs named Rambo, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because it's like, it's, you know, just it's, you know, Salone and his, his most, uh, well, maybe not his most famous role because it might be hard to beat Rocky, but in his most famous role as an action star, at least. Mm hmm. So that's my vote. And yeah. I, I have yeah, actually I seen Rambo. Andrew made me watch it.
2: Yeah, John Rambo is a great one, it's on my list. Um Me too. That's a that that's another one of those that I I think it's on my list because it's a character that has been mimicked
3: mm-hmm.
2: over and over and over again.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: I agree. It's another one on my list. Uh, iconic design, iconic character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a, that's a theme I'm sure we're going to see in this. Is a very simple design of the character. Mm-hmm. They, like, Terminator, Rambo. You know, nothing complex, nothing crazy. Um, has a cool bandana and um, camouflage mm-hmm. and. Muscles. Does really cool things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he's actually a really. Co- he's probably the most complex character we're gonna talk about on this list, uh, as an actual character. Um, Rainbow deals with some actually like pretty deep stuff. Yeah, interestingly enough, um, it get that kind of gets overshadowed by all the crazy awesome action, and, and that's what makes him a such a great action hero. But. As an actual character, he's really complicated and it's super interesting and, and one of the best characters that's going to be on the list, I think.
2: Yeah, no, but, it's yeah, a very, more
1: iconic Terminator's
2: that. not a deep character, right? He's okay. just a badass. Right. <laughs> um, although exactly. they do some cool stuff with the character for a character that's a, that's a robot, you know, yeah, in the second do. movie, you know, they, they, they bring some of that out. But
1: I still love these stuff. <laughs> yeah.
2: But bottom line is that he's he's a pretty one dimensional character in a lot of ways, and uh, Rambo is John Rambo is the opposite. Uh, it's a very deep, nuanced character. That you're right, a lot of that gets overlooked. A lot of the the guts of the story get missed by a lot of people just because the action is so good.
1: Mhm. Yeah, you know, I'd love to I need to go back and rewatch Rambo and really try to focus on all that stuff. Um I'm sure I'd find a lot more enjoyment in it now just with that in mind. But yeah, I don't know if it gets more iconic than Terminator and Rambo. And that's why this is where the list gets hard. Yeah. This is where it gets difficult and I don't even know what I'm about to say my turn to contribute. And I'm looking at my list here and I did pick out four people that I'm like, I'm going to say these four people and Mm -hmm. that was Rambo terminator and two others. But now I'm looking at it and I just don't know what to say,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: especially because I know that when we get to the fourth one, we're going to go to the Twitter poll. So basically I get to, you know, I get to throw out one and and sort of say like, this is the person who's definitely going to have to be on the list and it's a really difficult choice. But you know what? I'm going to go with my gut here. And we can dispute it, but I'm sure y'all agree she belongs in the list. I'm going to go with Ripley from Alien.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And and the reason that I'm going with Ripley, now my other name is John McClane from Die Hard. Cuz yep. mm-hmm. duh. Um And we talked about Bruce Willis potentially being on the action star list, but he didn't quite make it. Uh, We didn't even talk about um, uh, Sigourney Weaver, though, for the action star list. But that's because her one action role, her Mm -hmm. most iconic action role, is Ripley. But the reason I'm choosing Ripley is because we were just talking about who really built the foundation for what we know as an action star... And she may not be what we know as a classic action star, a big muscular guy. Mm-hmm. But she has built the foundation for many, many, many action characters to come. Specifically the, I know, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, the strong female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put quotation marks up around that. But that is a big thing that we see try to be replicated all of the time.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: All the time. And it started with princess leia and, and and characters like that but when it comes to action movies i'd say ripley is the most iconic female action star um alien is i think i see alien as a horror movie i also see it as a sci-fi movie i also see it as an action movie mm-hmm. uh it, it, it's it's a great film the first two alien films are excellent a- and ripley is freaking awesome in both I love seeing her character development to this super awesome action star. She doesn't start as an action star. It's not what Ripley is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But she becomes that, and she becomes the most iconic strong female action star, in my opinion. And that's why I really wanted to put her on the Mount Rushmore, because I think you could use some diversity in that way. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't think any franchise has done it better than Ripley.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, um, no, she certainly belongs on the list, and and I mean there were several other other female characters that that could have wound up on here. I mean with with actresses out there like Michelle Yeoh and Uma Thurman and Mila Jovovich. You know
1: Yeah, I have the bride on my on my, my long list. Right. The bride from Kill Bill. Kill yeah. Bill. Yep.
2: Um, so yeah, I mean there there are still you know, there's a bunch of them out there, but it's it's she's kind of the she's not the
3: first. She's the quintessential but she
2: is kind of the quintessential strong female action hero. And she's you don't question her at it. She's just a badass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what's really great about her is that unlike a lot of the characters, you get to actively see her journey into becoming that character. Right. Terminator shows up and he's the Terminator. Rambo, you see him, he's already been in his war and he's, he is that badass.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: John McClane, he's already a cop, you know, but Ripley, Mm -hmm. none of that. She, she, but through circumstance, you see the the coal get turned into a diamond through the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, or as clickbait Instagram videos would have you believe, the peanut butter turned into a diamond. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, weird.
1: Very obscure reference, but but came to mind. Um, you get to see her become that character. And I don't think any I – don't, I don't know. The bride comes close. The bride was on my long list. Right. The Bride is awesome. Kill Bill is one of my favorite movies. She's one of my The Bride is one of my favorite characters. But I'm imagining that Mount Rushmore, and I just can't stand the idea of Ripley not being on there. Yeah. And if y'all if y'all want to debate like that third spot, those those last two spots, please feel free. I'd love to hear y'all's other y'all's other names that y'all had written down. Um, I'll tell you my other name I had written down was Mad Max and Neo from the matrix and also the bride. Oh,
3: wow. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the, the list just kind of, it's, it's kind of this never ending list of of names. Um, Colonel James Braddock. Uh, that's, Chuck Norris' this character from the missing in action films. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, great. Jason
3: Bourne. Jason yeah. Bourne is a good one. James freaking Bond. Well, that James Bond was what I, then first name I was going to pull out, but I decided to go Rambo because it seemed a little more obvious. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean James and, and then, Bond was on my list,
2: and it so. less ones that are less obvious aren't the first you think of when you think action adventure because it's not the primary genre of the film, but. Um, Luke Skywalker.
1: hmm That's true.
2: Indiana Jones.
1: If the, if Indiana, it was called Heroes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I
2: mean, is there a more? I mean, like, unless you just go pure comic book, is there a more quintessential hero than Luke Skywalker? Yeah.
1: No, and that's the, that's what made it so complicated and mm-hmm. so interesting. I did think about Indiana Jones. I, I did think about Indiana Jones also. I thought about James Bond, Indiana Jones,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, Luke Skywalker. But I ended up putting them. I actually made a separate note that said um, uh, "adventures, av- adventure hero," mm-hmm. so, yeah. um, Mount yeah. Rushmore, and I put them there because to me, James Bond. I mean, it's action, but it's it's a spy movie, so it's like a little bit
0: different, mm-hmm. right?
1: It's
2: it's kind of about how you're defining the genre. Right. And it's and kind of fair, part of the problem with how we lump action adventure as a single
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh category when it's not. It's really not.
1: And to be fair to be fair, Aliens kind of a horror movie, kind of a sci fi. So like you could argue Ripley being on there. That's why I wouldn't complain if you argued it. Um and she came to mind when I thought Action Hero. So it's really difficult, uh, to make this list. I mean. We're going to have to pick the four that go in the poll. So yeah. who are those four?
3: Right. I think that's the next thing to figure out. Can we do four on a poll or three?
2: I thought it was four. As a quick aside. Let me let me double check that. Because.
1: Because last time you had Tom Cruise. Bruce Willis. Harrison Ford. and. Um, yeah.
2: Four, four choices. So okay. yeah. We can put four on the. On the card.
1: Well, I think John mclean has got to go on the card.
3: I I think so. Can I borrow your pen, pencil, whatever you got there? No writing utensil. All
2: right. So, yeah, I I agree completely with John McClane.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Marisha, do you have another one that you really, really think belongs
3: I mean, I think you can make a pretty case, pretty good case for Jason Bourne at this point. I but mean, would
2: you make here? Here's my question because I, I see your list and you've got two names on there, and I'm going to argue that you don't get one without the other, hmm. and that that you don't get James Jason Bourne without Ethan Hunt.
3: That's probably true.
1: That's true. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, let's go that then. Let's go, Ethan Hunt.
1: And the Mission Impossible franchise is still going strong. I don't know if we're getting yeah. another Jason Bourne movie anytime. Soon. Yeah.
3: Well, and like I mean, geez, I saw Mission Impossible back before my parents split up. So it was like seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which that's is too I'm... young for your kids to see Mission Impossible if anyone is uh taking notes that was so traumatized by the guy getting smashed in the (laughs) elevator and this
2: is this is kind of the thing because again it is a spy movie so is jason Bourne. Mm -hmm. so is bond but it's a different kind of spy but mission impossible is kind of that that link in the middle Mm -hmm. that bridges Mm -hmm. the gap from a bond style Mm -hmm. spy movie to a something like a Jason Bourne style spy movie. It's the one that takes the idea of the super spy mm-hmm. and turns it into an action thriller. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's,
2: it's for that reason alone I, Ethan Hunt is is on my list as well and I think that Ethan I, as much as I like the Bourne franchise, I Again, there's more staying power. I think that more staying power, and I don't think one exists without the other. I don't think Mm -hmm. that Jason Bourne is ever a thing, if not as an attempt to capitalize on what Mission Impossible Impossible created.
3: And, you know, that's probably like that's probably just my bias because I've seen a lot more Bourne than I have Mission Impossible, you know, because I was a teenager when Bourne was coming out as opposed to, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you make a good case. So we will concede Andrew's point that Ethan Hunt is the second name on the list. So, okay. Um, so now you another, get, Oh, go ahead.
1: So I have a couple more names here and there's one we've been brought up, but the reason I just want to get this out of the way. The reason I haven't said John Wick yet is because I'm going to say that John Wick needs to go on that fifth slot as the future.
2: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Personally. I mean, I think you could make an argument for putting John Wick on there now, except for that the pool is so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Yeah. would and
1: also that we still got like two more of those movies coming out. Right. Still to come. And so, yeah, because we're
2: only because we're still in really in the midst of creating that character. I'd say, yeah, I have, I have no issue with John Wick as that up and comer who could be the fifth head on the mountain.
1: By the way, probably my favorite movie franchise right now. All three of them are incredible. And I can't keep upping the ante, and I just can't wait for John Wick Chapter 4. What a. Came out of nowhere. John Wick was coming out. I remember when John Wick was first coming out, and I was like, Keanu Reeves is doing a. Okay, I get. Oh, oh, this is the coolest freaking thing ever. Oh, I saw the second one. Nope, even better. I saw the third one. Nope, even better. Like it's, <laughs> it's amazing. I love John yeah. Wick. Yeah, man. and I think John Wick's going to be someone we look back on in twenty years. And I honestly believe that he's going to look back and it's going to be like, yeah, the most iconic Rambo, Terminator, John Wick. Like those are going to be the big ones. I think. Yeah, no, I agree mm-hmm. with that completely. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Marisha, did you have thoughts on that? On that fifth, that up and comer who um might eventually take a spot on the mountain.
3: I think y'all are right. I think of everything that there that is being made right now, of all the different franchises, yeah. um it's it's really hard to argue for anything other than John Wick. Even though there are some some great action movies being made. Like that one is the one again, even if you're not watching John Wick movies, you know who John Wick is. Right.
2: Um Yeah, yeah I mean as far as other up and comers, I mean maybe some of the the Maybe some of the stars at Marvel, you know, you know, is up and comers. But as far as just stand on their own action star, Mm -hmm. action or action hero, I I don't know that any of them are bigger than John Wick. No, I don't think so.
1: No. Now, as for who else I'd put on the poll, uh, it's difficult. Um, I want to kind of say Mad Max, but that's well, that's a. That's a post-apocalyptic movie. Like, is that action? It's absolutely
2: yeah. action. Uh, and I would say that. Um, so having not having not put someone on the poll yet, uh, Max Rockatansky is my choice.
1: Uh, okay. Awesome. Perfect.
3: Does that make four? Um, that that's, make three? Three. that's three. That's three. That's three.
1: Now I would throw out maybe. Dom from Fast and Furious I mean that franchise is freaking huge Mm -hmm. Um, and he's the star of it but which one is that Vin Diesel that's Vin Diesel yeah Okay. Um, I don't have a personal attachment so I don't give a crap at all I mean I like the movies I I like them I I don't know that
2: I just don't know that overall that that name ha- that the the character name has remained a household right. name. And
3: I think it's got to be Neo. I was about to say, yeah. yeah. I think the fourth name, like of all the names that we've brought up, I think the Matrix, in spite of the fact that they did not get better, that first movie is su- again, if you're talking cultural influence. i I
2: agree except i'm gonna make i'm gonna make one other one there to talk about in 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 one of you know if there's anybody else that someone wants to put up there we can kind of hash it out but i'm gonna put martin riggs up there from lethal weapon Mm.
3: oh yeah i've never seen lethal weapon see again in some ways i think it's kind of a generational thing um because entertainment wise, you're kind of a generation ahead of me, and we're about two generations ahead of David, <laughs> entertainment yeah. wise at
1: least. Um, no, Lethal the Weapon is one of the most. I mean, that's that is the definition of a buddy cop
3: movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like that's close. I don't know. <laughs> it's so it's so tough because then also I want I hate dissing on the Bride. But, you know, I, I don't think The Bride can really fight with Neo or or Briggs. Uh, I would, personally, I would have to say, if I had to put my vote down, I'm going to vote for Neo. But maybe that is just a generational thing. Uh, even though Neo isn't my generation. It was before I was born, but um, uh, closer to me than Lethal the Weapon is. Um I would have to vote for Neo. If we're voting, I'm voting for Neo. Uh, yeah. So, just the Matrix in general,
0: like changed.
2: So we're talking Neo, Martin Riggs, and and I think that's two votes for Neo. Yeah. Um. That's uh. Let me let me throw one more. At y'all. Okay. Just because as we're trying to kind of hash out this, because mm-hmm. we, all, we all three got our one guy on the poll. So just right. as we're kind of trying to
3: hash out that last spot. Um, what four names are going to get to go on the vote? What about Wolverine?
1: I have him on my list, and I I talked about it last week with Hugh Jackman and the stars. For 20 years, Wolverine has been... Low key, a freaking action hero.
3: But whenever you start pulling in, like we already did, superheroes. But
2: see, I would say superheroes, but I would say that the movie Logan mm-hmm. s- yeah. that 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 movie supersedes the genre.
1: I 100% agree, and Logan is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I don't buy movies a lot because who buys movies anymore? I bought Logan. Like, Andrew. I just love Logan. Yeah. Logan. And yeah, y'all's Voodoo
3: account is uh, a gift <laughs> from God. Um, you never have to be uh, bored I again. Logan. Um,
1: I, I want to, like, personally, like, I want to. But, like, if we're looking at John McClane and Ethan Hunt and who was the third? Mad was Max. another one? Mad Max. And Neo. And Riggs. Like, I... I... I have a hard time as much as I love Wolverine. Y'all remember, when we did the superhero one, my vote was for Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I y'all know how much I love him, but I just have trouble picking him over a pure action hero like any of those other names. Yeah. All right.
2: Well it sounds like Neo is the
1: Neo's getting the fourth spot. Now, also, if y'all want to argue, if y'all would like to replace one of the people on the pole with Ripley and put them as a definite on the mountain, I would not complain about that. No, I, if, I think, if y'all have any.
2: I think Ripley belongs on the mountain as much as any of the others do. Yeah.
3: Um, cool. I mean, especially, I think we all went largely with kind of genre defining characters. Um, for mm-hmm. the most part, I think that's kind of what it all what we all kind of boiled down to, and I think she definitely holds that spot.
2: Yeah, well, I think our first three on the mountain are great. I, I think they all belong. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's mm-hmm. I think you can make a super strong case for all three of them, and I think that of the names we've named, that certainly Terminator and Rambo are the two that have to be on the list, mm-hmm. and then. Ripley makes as a,
3: absolutely as much sense as any of the others,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's always kind of interesting to have slightly different kinds of characters. You know, to kind of rand off the mountain a little bit, right?
2: And I and I do think that John McClane, Ethan Hunt, and Max Rockatansky, and Neo, if that's what we're going with for the fourth, provide that they mm-hmm. provide someone who's different from the three that are already on the mountain.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I'm really curious to see uh, what Twitter comes up with this for, for this one, especially since we didn't wind up having uh, Indiana Jones as one of our options. Although well, it might that be... was
2: my other hesitation uh-huh. because there's part of me that's like, Indiana Jones is absolutely an action hero. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But but if I, I, I know, and, and, and I know with the people that will answer our poll,
3: that's what's going That win.
2: Harrison Ford's going to win that poll. Yeah. And so part of me was hesitant to do that twice.
3: Right. Although it might be an interesting social experiment.
2: To see how many times you can put a Harrison Ford character on a poll
3: and him win. No <laughs> and then quite. how
1: much further it gets. Like It ends <laughs> up being something completely irrelevant from Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> entirely like, who
3: is the greatest? You know, uh, who is the romance? greatest
2: celebrity chef of all
3: time?
1: <laughs> you can't do romance. Yeah. He's done
2: romance movies.
3: Yeah, but nobody's going to say he's the best romance actor. S- star Wars yeah, fans they, will. They,
1: that's the next step. <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah, Han Solo and and and, and Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah. Until you they know, killed it in the Force else? Awakens. Han Solo, even more than Luke. I love Luke. You know who fits the action star archetype more than Luke? Han Solo.
3: Yeah. Everything yeah.
1: about him is an action, action hero archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so many, so many great choices. We're so spoiled. What a difficult problem to have. <laughs> picking I know. Who your favorite action characters are. I
0: know.
2: But I, I'm so happy, happy with the list. So we have Terminator, Rambo, and Ripley mm-hmm. making our first three. The poll will be John McClain, Ethan Hunt, Max Rockatansky, and Neo. And that fifth person that's that's in waiting to be enshrined on the mountain is John Wick.
1: John Wick. And potentially, potentially, that means potentially Keanu Reeves' face could be on there twice. That's yeah, true. Yeah. it's true. Love Keanu. Although,
3: I mean, 90s Keanu Reeves, you know, Neo and John Wick would never be mistaken for the same person if you didn't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. By the way, um, John Wick would kick Neo's ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: even even true. even with his Matrix powers, I have no doubt in
3: my mind. God, I love John Wick. That would be that would be what are they those superhero beatdowns? That needs to be a. Super that would be a fight. really yeah. fun. So, uh, so is
2: is Ted? Ted Logan's an action hero, right?
3: Who's Ted Logan? Is not Bill and Ted? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. I don't see no, why I'm
1: not. He can be on the adventures, on the adventures Mount Rushmore.
2: Yeah.
3: Right? Yes. And, and I
2: think that's kind of the thing. I know some of y'all are going, I can't believe you didn't put Luke Skywalker on this list. And believe me, I wanted to. Because <laughs> quintessential hero, yes, he is. But same, action same, hero. With, same with Han Solo. Same with Indiana Jones. But maybe a little more on the adventure genre side of things. And so maybe that's one we come up on somewhere down the road
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and uh, real quick because I think I think David's getting ready to kind of wrap us up um, yeah. I think that next week if y'all are game I think it's time to launch that Pillars series yeah and kind really of the reason cute. I want to launch Pillars of Adventure next week is because that will release as our one year anniversary show
3: sweet
1: Let's do it. Pillars of Adventure.
3: We shall do homework. And we shall not we be making go. our list five minutes before yeah. it's time to record because that's so, irresponsible.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will not. Do... <laughs> Guys, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We all, we, we all did that at least a couple times during the other pillars.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: as I'm waiting for the Skype call to come in, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, let me think. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Oh. Uh, I guess this one.
3: Yeah, Well, so, some of, you know, like the movies were always just way easier. Like the liter- you know, you had to do like a little bit of oh, research yeah. on the literature and you had to like really actually think about the miscellaneous category. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I think I those really were good. always my favorites were the miscellaneous ones because it was just anybody's guess what direction somebody was going to go with that.
1: Yeah. Like I remember like one of the first ones we ever did, I was very off. I was very very off because I ended up saying that like fandom <laughs> was one of the pillars or whatever. Yeah, um, but it could miscellaneous. You know, and, and then I remember my dad was on that one. He was like, "What the hell are you talking
0: about?"
1: <laughs> I think I worked that out okay
2: when I actually like created the physical list. Yeah, by by I the way, so. I defined what you were saying because I understood what you were saying.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, that was Uh, always a fun. But, no,
2: I'm I'm excited to jump back into Pillars. So, hopefully next week we will be back to a two-show schedule.
3: Because I will have had a root canal by then. Hoorah. Um,
2: Well, we'll we'll definitely be back to a two-show schedule because, at the very very least, we'll need one show to talk WandaVision and one show to work on the Pillars, and... As uh, soon as y'all are ready, I know David's got a totally different job. I don't know how much time he has to watch stuff. But at some point, I'd like to get a little Season 2 X-Files going.
1: Yeah. I have some time to watch some stuff. I just have to watch a little less anime that I've been watching lately. <laughs> By the way, I'll, all of a sudden, I'm, like,
3: I'm going to watch some anime. And now I have a Crunchyroll subscription. So it's funny <laughs> how
1: things work that
3: way. That's great. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, there was a series that I actually, it was, it was like, um, the animation was very anime, but it was like Greek, Greek mythology. It looks, it looks good. Oh, the one that they just put on Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. Uh, Gods of something or other?
2: I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it looks good. looks interesting.
1: Yeah. Not sure, but yeah, um, so, um. Got to quit the podcast and go start my anime podcast now. That's another one.
3: Yes. Yes. So it, you go with your big brother. List. Your big brother uh, <laughs> podcast. Big brother Grey's Anatomy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Just adding it to the list. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess I'll see you guys next week on uh, on, on the anime show. Uh, a- a- animationary. i, I I tried, <laughs> um, but if you guys don't have any other thoughts, I think it's about time to wrap up a uh, really great show. I always enjoy talking Wandavision, and I hope next week we have a bit more to talk about. With the episode that's going to drop tomorrow morning, Yay. Maybe we get some new information. That'll be exciting. Yeah, please, on the love of for the love of God, James Spader show up. I love James Spader, <laughs> um, and. I'm really proud of the of the Mount Rushmore's. I love doing those. Um, and I hope you guys like listening to them. Speaking of listening, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and all of our other episodes. Don't forget to give us a like, a review, a subscribe, a thumbs up, a follow, whatever it is you can do on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We really appreciate it. it really helps with the show. And don't forget to check us out on all of our social media, which is we can find Aware Andrew.
2: All right, uh, yeah, you can find uh, you can find us. I, I run the Twitter account for the show at Cy underscore Fictionary. Uh, you can check us out at sciencefictionary.com. You can drop us a line at sciencefictionary at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can find the podcast pretty much anywhere you want to hear it. I also want to remind you that you can check out the rest of our Red 5 podcast family at red 5 networkcom or at Red 5 network on Twitter.
3: All
1: right, and Marisha, where can people find you on the internet?
3: You can find me on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. I am P Padawans on Twitter, and you can also find some really old stuff on my website, princessesandpadawans.com. All right, thank you. And you guys can
1: find me on Twitter at David underscore JG Peoples, where I'll be tweeting all about Grey's Anatomy and anime. The two things that all viewers of this podcast love. Thanks so much for listening. Hasta la vista, baby.